0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. This evening, Jane Plummer, who lives next door to Aunt Mary's farm on Willow Road, had run over to the lanes to bring Peggy Douglas some books Jane had picked up for her at the library in Wakefield. Peggy had offered to go over to the Plummer's for them, but Jane had told her hastily she didn't mind getting a bit of fresh air. The truth was Jane was glad of the excuse. It meant that she would probably see Randy Lane, Aunt Mary's son, for at least a few minutes. Sure enough, it had turned out as Jane shyly hoped it would. Randy had even offered to walk her part way home. Now, in the dark, the two young people have paused by the little gate at the edge of the orchard, which separates the two neighboring farms.
0: It's a beautiful night, isn't it, Randy?
2: Mm-hmm. Unusually mild.
0: Yes. Yeah. I believe I can actually smell the beginning of spring.
2: Spring. And <laughs> yeah, it'll be sure be nice to see it again. That's another thing I missed overseas.
0: Oh, oh that's right. I, I guess you're never aware of the changing seasons in the tropics.
2: No, no, it's always like an exceptionally warm summer there. Only with a lot of rain to make it kind of muggy and squishy underfoot. Oh,
0: goodness. That doesn't sound very inviting. Oh,
2: I guess it doesn't. I'm afraid I'm not going to be much help to the travel agencies now that I'm home. The best place to be for my money is right here in Wakefield.
0: Oh, yes, it's nice here. But sometimes I do get the wanderlust. Think how exciting it would be to see other places.
2: Well, maybe you will someday. Very some nice fellow wants to travel, take in all the sights. And when you do, just send me a postcard. That's as close as I want to come to seeing the world from now on in.
0: You can count on it. I'll send you one from every port. You can show them to your... your grandchildren or something.
2: (laughs) Grandchildren? Hey, wait a minute. I'm not even thinking of getting hitched up yet.
0: I'm looking forward so much to summer this year.
2: Well, that's right. you get a three-month vacation, don't you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the advantages of being a school mom.
2: I'd say it's a definite help. Have you planned what you're going to do?
0: No. I, I, I guess I'll just take it easy. Do a lot of reading. And...
2: Well, that's right. You always were a bookworm, Jane, weren't you? Remember, I used to find you in the darndest places, all curled up with a book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was one favorite place of yours, up in the big old apple tree here in the orchard. The one over on the other side.
0: Oh, I used to love it. I'd be up there almost hidden by the leaves. Cool and green. <laughs> Once I got so excited with what I was reading, I almost fell right out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what you'd call uh, really going overboard for a book.
0: Brandy, <laughs> <laughs> remember how we used to go on picnics down by the river?
2: I sure do. You used to put up the most elegant feeds, too. Devil eggs, potato salad. Say, you're
0: still a good cook? Why, I I don't know. Uh, Anyway, I I don't have much time, what with school papers to read and whatnot. Yeah,
2: I guess they keep you pretty busy. They do. I know Peggy was complaining the other day. She hardly ever sees you.
0: Oh, it's it's not that I don't want to see her more often. I I hope she knows that.
2: Oh, yeah, I think she does.
0: I'd hate it to think anything else. I'm so awfully fond of her.
2: She's a swell little kid.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Except Randy... She's really not a little kid anymore. She's quite grown up. Maybe you don't notice it so much, Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I know she's changed in some ways.
0: Peggy's gone through a lot while you were overseas. She had that dreadful experience in Chicago.
2: They wrote me about that. Must have been a mess.
0: Yes. And then all the trouble about Bill, Kitten Eat.
2: Yeah, she's really taken quite a beating.
0: She has. And I'm so glad she's come out of it without feeling bitter.
2: A lot of girls her age wouldn't have, either. No. Of course, it's kind of hard to tell what's going to happen to her now. This Nicholas Dorn's okay, so far as I can see. But there's there's something funny about it. The wedding's being postponed.
0: You know, that was Nicholas's idea, though.
2: Yeah, I, I gathered so from what Mom tells me. He thinks Peggy's still sold on Bill Mead.
0: Yes, and he's right, too.
2: You sure about that?
0: Very Sure. Why? Well, I felt all along that Peggy was still in love with Bill. I thought her taking up with Nicholas Dorn was sort of a a defensive thing. Just a way to help her forget Bill after he and Kit were married. I told her so. What did she say? She always denied it. But I I couldn't get rid of the feeling I had. I don't know, but somehow I was sure I was right. Then one day, when Peggy was feeling especially low, depressed, I guess I got angry with her. I kind of let her know that I thought she was a dope. Then she admitted I was right. She did love Bill. Always had. She tried to go back on it later, but... Maybe it sounds as if I should have minded my own business. But the thing was, I... I hated to see Peggy going against her own feelings. Her own heart.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. She's such a warm, emotional girl. It'd be a shame for her to settle for something she didn't really want.
0: That's the way I felt about it. There are enough things working against a person without taking any extra chances
2: to be unhappy.
0: And when two people love each other...
2: Yeah, but how can you be sure Bill Mead feels the same way you think Peggy does? Now, huh? well, who's that?
0: I think it's... Why, yes. Let's talk about the devil. It's Bill Mead. Shall I call him?
2: Yeah, why don't you? It's about time I met that guy. All right.
0: Bill! you. Hello there. Is that you, Peggy? No, Bill, it's Jane. Come on over.
3: Okay. Oh, hi there, Jane. What are you doing? I... Oh, pardon me. I didn't... I mean, uh, I thought you were all alone.
0: Bill, I... I want you to meet Randy Lane, Peggy's cousin.
3: Hello, Bill. Oh, hiya, Randy i've sure heard plenty about you
2: well we were just talking about you as you drove up you were yeah i was just telling jane i'd like to meet you oh so well well
3: peggy and mary lefty and even Janie here they all seem to think you're quite a guy yeah well that's
2: just uh, family loyalty don't let them fool you <laughs> well how do you account for Janie here she gave you quite a send-off too oh jane doesn't count either we're practically brother and sister and we used to climb trees together when we were kids Besides, she's just been telling me what a little stinker I was Why, <laughs> uh,
0: Randy Lane, that's a big whopper If you were one of my pupils, I'd make you stay after school and write things on the board for that <laughs> Oh, don't
3: you believe <laughs> her, Randy now, Janie's the most popular teacher in town She wouldn't
2: punish you even if you put somebody's pigtails in an inkwell <laughs> Warm-hearted, huh? Uh, well, thanks, Bill That's a handy bit of information, I'll remember it <laughs> <laughs> Well, how's everyone been out here? All right, I hope Oh, yeah, just fine Mom's been spoiling me rotten, of course, ever since I came home. Well, I can't think of anybody I'd rather have spoiled me than Aunt Mary. Yeah, that's right. I certainly picked a good mother. <laughs> and say that reminds me, I promised to fix her ironing board tonight. It's got a bad case of the wobbles. Uh, Jane, will you forgive me if I abandon you here at the gate? I really ought to go back. Oh,
0: of course, Randy.
2: Not afraid of the dark, I
0: oh, Not a bit.
3: <laughs> oh, I'll walk you over to your house, Jane. I thought it
2: you'd like me to.
0: Why, that's nice of you, Bill, but you needn't feel as if you have to.
2: No, no, really. I'd like to. Well, uh, good night, Jane. Bill, I'll uh, see you back at the house. Yeah.
0: Good night, Randy. It, it's it been nice talking to you. Yeah. So long,
2: Jane. See you later. He
3: seems to be a swell guy.
0: Oh, yes, he's wonderful. Well, I guess I'd better be getting home. Okay. Well, Bill, what's new in your life?
3: Mm, it's usually not very eventful, but today something did happen to me.
0: Really? I hope it was something good.
3: It was, in a way. Yep, they served me with the divorce papers today.
0: Oh, Bill. Well, then, then does that mean that the divorce is going through? Uh, I don't know much about these things.
3: <laughs> Neither did I, Jane. But I'm learning. Well, What it means is the machinery's in motion now. After this, things move pretty fast. Oh. It doesn't take long for the divorce to go through once things get started.
0: Bill, I think it's wonderful. I'm, I'm awfully glad for you.
3: Thanks, Jane. I know you've been pulling for me all through these last months. That's why I wanted to tell you.
0: I'm so happy about it. I know this part of it's probably unpleasant to you, but afterwards you'll be free. Free to do whatever you want to. And you've been waiting so long, too.
3: Yeah, it seems that way. And yet, Jane, sometimes I wonder what it is I've been waiting for. And just how much being free can mean to me after all.
1: Jane Plummer looked at Bill quickly, surprised at his tone, for he sounded so dejected. She couldn't know about Bill's doubts. The fact that Bill was far from hopeful that having his freedom to remarry would mean anything to Peggy Douglas. Because he still intended to fight for the custody of the baby boy he believed to be his son. Even though he knew the baby created a tremendous obstacle between him and the girl he loved.